Well, it's time now to get into our Monday motivation with Vanessa Chetty. Uh, she's on the line and she's uh, going to be chatting to her in a short while. Tonight's topic is quite interesting. We're talking about love and marriage, uh, more especially about how to spice things up on the way. I thought I'll intro with this one. Love and marriage, love and marriage Go together like a horse and carriage This I tell you, brother You can't have one without the other love and That's so marriage. true, you can't have one without the other. Vanessa, welcome. <laughs> welcome, how are you doing? <laughs> Good evening, Dees. I love that intro. <laughs> <laughs> I love the intro. Well done. Uh, Vanessa, you say uh, it's live from my home in uh, Chatswood. She's nice and warm. Uh, it's, it's also Absolutely. warm on this side. I'm, uh, I'm not even uh, jealous of you. Absolutely. We had a little bit of a downpour. We had a bit of a storm. Yeah. And, you know, I was just thinking, oh, my God, we must not have another flood again. Please. Uh, that's why I told and you, you know, it's safer if you we chat to you via your home. Uh, instead of you getting onto the roads right now, it's uh, just very hazardous. No, thank you for that. Uh, thank you for that. But tonight we're so excited because i got to tell you, so many people out there are tuned in about tonight's topic. Because uh, they want to get the tips on how to spice things up uh, in Absolutely. their marriage. Uh, <laughs> and I think it's very apt that we're talking about spice. Yeah. Since everybody's been spicing their sardines up yes. for the last couple of days. Yes, you can spice your sardines and your marriage tonight here on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, right, so, so let's get into the topic tonight. Uh, very interesting, uh, how to spice things up in the marriage, your relationship, and you know to keep love alive. I want to start off first, uh, Vanessa, by asking... Uh, Let's talk about the focus on the value of marriage vows and significance because that's the basics, you know. Uh, the courting is fantastic, you know, but, you know, really the, the start of your marriage or your relationship is when you guys get married. Um, how Absolutely. important is the marriage vows and the significance? Absolutely, Dees. I think that's an excellent place for us to start because many of us have been desensitized to the value of those vows that we take. Now, it doesn't... It's irrespective of whichever religion that you come from. No matter how you have performed your marriage ceremony, in whichever way that you have performed it, you have taken some sort of vow, a commitment, a promise, uh, and, and that is quite something that is quite valuable. And somehow we have devalued it over the years. You know, mm. It seems as if that value has decreased yeah. as a result. Uh, people are just easy uh, and feel really easy to break those vows because they don't understand the value of those vows anymore. I remember back in the day, uh, I'm talking about um, since the age of time, from time I can remember, uh, the marriage vows was once you're married, you're married for life. There was no... Um, what we call a, a second option mm. or a way out as such to, to even consider. Once you were married, once you took those vows, once you put the ring on the finger, that was it. You were married for life. But it seems that over the years, uh, that has evolved in when you take your vows, it means that whenever you want out, you can actually just sign a piece of paper and you're, and you're out. It's like a return and policy. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I hate yeah, to put it in that terms, but yeah, that's how it is nowadays. No, absolutely. And it, it doesn't seem like it's valuable anymore. Sometimes that piece of paper is not even worth anything anymore. Mm. All it is worth is a financial implication rather than the implications of life itself yes. and the commitment that you made to that person. 
And I think that's where we need to start. That marriage vows are important. It is valuable. It's highly valuable. And that we should not take it lightly. I'm but glad you mentioned that. I'm really glad because, you know, I've been to IMC quite a few uh, weddings and, and I noticed the couple don't really take into consideration or really care about the vows that's, uh, you know, whether it's a Tamil or a Hindi wedding or even a Christian wedding. Uh, they don't really listen to what the pastor or the priest is saying. Um, and those, those are actually uh, guidelines for you to have a, a successful marriage uh, going forward. 100%. Mm. 100%. Uh, and that's why I'm saying that it's, it's become more like something we have to do yes. uh, because it's, it's on the program. Mm, mm. Rather than taking cognizance of every word that is being said, that is tying us and connecting us to that person. Mm. We don't even value that. We don't even, like you said, we don't even acknowledge the words. I mean, to love, to cherish, uh, you know, I mean, in, in, in the context that, that I know that are more familiar with, uh, love, to cherish, to honor, to to be there in sickness and in health, uh, to, you know, to, till death do us part. Mm, I mean, mm. that one-liner of till death do us part, it's like now it's converted to till divorce do us part. Yes. You know, it's it's like mm. we, we don't have that lifelong commitment anymore. And I think that's what has created uh, 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 almost like a, I would say, escape route. And I'm going to say escape route, and I'll explain just now. But it's almost created uh, a plan B. And so we don't put all the effort into the marriage because we know that if it doesn't work out, okay, tough. I mean, it's just something funny here, Dee. You can actually get divorced online. Yes, I've and, I've seen that. I, I I wasn't like just looking for you know to to get divorced, but I was I, I was going not. through it. Um, and so, yeah, you can actually do an online um, divorce. Uh, it's, exactly. It literally takes exactly. you like thirty minutes. Um, you do sure. the payment to the to these people, and they send you a document, and you are officially 100%. divorced. Yeah. That's 100%. how scary that's, it is. That's how scary this it is. is mm. This is what we have created because we have uh, remember. If there's a demand, there's going to be a supply. Mm. Okay, so because there's so many people wanting divorces, you know, technology has now supplied an easy way to get it done because there's been such a high demand. If you look at the divorce rate, I mean, if you just take uh, uh, in my lifetime, if you look at the divorce rate when I was maybe four and five years old, compared to thirty years later or forty years later, and if you look at the divorce rate now. It's alarming. It will, it will shock you. It will, it will get you to sit down and actually look at the stuff. And, and if that, for me, is a worrying factor because not enough effort is put into um, grooming the marriage. There's not enough effort put into working at the marriage because there's always a plan B that's looming over the marriage. Fantastic. Vanessa Chetty on Monday Motivation here on the Night Cafe tonight, 10 minutes after 9. If you'd like to uh, drop through a couple of comments and questions, you can do so on the WhatsApp line 071-613-7803. How to spice things up in your marriage, how to keep the love alive. We'll come back after this one from Hari Chiran. And Pona Isra. It is 15 after 9 on the Night Cafe radio show. We'll take a couple of calls as well. We did have Daniel on the line. Unfortunately, uh, Daniel, if you can uh, call back, the uh, line just seemed to have just dropped. Uh, but if you can call back, I'd love to to engage with you on the on the show tonight. Uh, let's, uh, let's go back to uh, Vanessa, who's uh, from her home tonight uh, on Monday Motivation. Vanessa, welcome back. Uh, yes, uh, please, I'm here. 
Uh, I've got to tell you, some, uh, some of the messages coming through on the WhatsApp tonight, people are just saying uh, amazing advice and uh, it was a good start to, to, to the topic tonight. Uh, I want to talk about, um, this is quite interesting when it comes to, to marriage, uh, breaking the perception of uh, marriage being a prison sentence or ball and chain. You know, you, normally you get a lot of people saying that, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm in a prison or I've got a, a ball attached to my... Uh, to my to my feet, ball and chain. Mm. So mm. that perception. Let's talk about breaking that perception. Well, first of all, um, you know, a lot of uh, the times, I think television has not helped you. I must be honest, and I'm going to say media, but particularly television, because a lot of the programs actually uh, display marriage as something that's like a prison cell, mm. something that's tying you down, that's keeping you against your will. Uh, there's something that you're going to be locked in for life, and they use those words, and and that's the message that's been portrayed. Whereas, if you look at if if we just ask our listeners tonight to just do a, a quick evaluation, and I like to be practical because I'm quite a practical person, so I'd like for people to just sit back and just think about your spouse tonight, and think about the first day that you laid your eyes on them, or the first day that you met, or the first day that you felt that feeling on the inside. Uh, that is far from what you would feel if you were actually in a prison or if you were actually, like what we call it, a ball and chain. That mm. is something that's restricting you and, and really keeping you against your world. That is the, the, the sure. two extremes of I, a I'm, feeling. I'm feeling hot under the collar now, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so, so you understand that the, the yeah. day that you met your spouse mm. was, a, was an amazing day. I mean, some of us can, I hope, and, and I'm really hoping tonight that a lot of our listeners can actually remember that day. Mm. It's one of the days that will stand out in our lifetime because it was something that you felt, which is called attraction you felt an attraction, a chemical reaction in your body that took place when you laid your eyes on somebody that you thought that you are really attracted to. Mm. And that's why I feel that we need to break this perception that it's a prison, that it's a ball and chain. And, and I think that we have uh, perceived it that way because a lot of people tell you, you know, you can still run if you want to. Uh, you still got time to opt out. I mean, I, I know people tell, uh, uh, give advice, you know, you're five years into the courtship. You know what? You still got time to, to change your mind. I don't really think so, to be honest. Mm-hmm. To be honest, if you, if you spent an investment, let's assume five years into a relationship, how is it that you now want to wake up and run away? You know, is that not a I think a in the first year, you should have decided whether you want to continue with the next four years. 100%. In yeah. fact, the first year is too much. I think so within for six, six months, months, yeah, you will know whether this is now my marriage partner or not. Mm. And I think that that's where it's so critical is that we change this perception. Marriage is beautiful. Marriage is enriching. Marriage is what we what we're talking about tonight is what we make of it how much we can invest how much we can keep that fire burning how much we can uh, invest in it it's not marriage it's not something you put uh, a, a signature to on a piece of paper mm. you put the ring on the figures and then it's done it's finished yeah. that is the furthest thing that you can think about marriage that is just the beginning that i will call the formalities of marriage that's the foundation of marriage. Marriage is something that we have to progressively work at so every true. single day. Mm. Because I want to also break this perception. And a lot of people, I would really love to hear what people have to say about this. 
I don't believe so. This is my personal opinion. I want to just put it out there. It's my personal opinion. But I want to also take it from a perspective that my husband and I actually counsel many marriages. So that's how we're also drawing our perceptions from that. Mm. We don't actually fall in love. Okay. I know a lot of people say, you know, the day that I met you, I fell in love with you. You don't fall in love. What you do feel is attraction. And what you do feel is a gravitation to the person. Because love goes much deeper than what you see visually. Very true. Love is Very true. something mm. you grow to do. Because when the person ticks you off the first time and, and you have an argument and you didn't like what you see, but you can overlook that, that is when love begins to manifest. When, when you see the person at their weakest point and you can still love that person, then that's when love manifests. When, uh, when, when you see that person under pressure and how they rise under pressure, that is what we call love. When you learn to forgive, even in a relationship, it's what we call the manifestation of love. So you don't fall into love because I believe if you fall into love, then you can fall out of love. Love is a decision. When you mess up, you might, uh, within my spouse and myself, between my husband and I, if we both mess up, let's assume that I said something that was really offended to, uh, offensive to my husband and he has chosen to look, overlook it because I apologize or even if I didn't apologize, that is what is called love. I made a decision to overlook, I made a decision to forgive and I made a decision to love. So love is a decision. It's Great a stuff. conscious decision that you make. 21 minutes after 9 on the Night Cafe. We're going to come back with a couple of calls, 089-310-8789. And also we'll take a couple of messages on the WhatsApp line, 071-613-7803. Vanessa Chetty in on Monday Motivation, exclusive to the Night Cafe. Back after this. Night Cafe on Lotus FM. Right, welcome back to the Night Cafe on Lotus FM. Monday Motivation in with Vanessa Chetty live on the uh, telephone tonight. Uh, we've got this call in from uh, Daniel. Very good evening, Daniel. Thanks for holding on, sir. Uh, thank you, Dee. Thank you for taking my call. It's a pleasure, uh, sir. Uh, yep. Dee, uh, uh, th- uh, good evening to uh, Sister Vanessa. God bless you. Uh, Unfortunately, you, uh, she can't hear you, but uh, go ahead. Oh, she uh, can't hear yeah, me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you what I wanted to say is, uh, firstly, uh, you know, we talk about our Tamil and Indian uh, weddings. Yeah. And the thing is, you see, when they get married, the vows that are taken, most of these people don't understand the money or vernacular, mm. their mother tongue. Yes. So they don't know the real vows that are being taken. I believe the priest should actually explain to them in English as well. Even those that are sitting and listening to the wedding can hear it. I know some priests do it. If not, they could actually get the vows done with the couple before the marriage, long before they have a session with them, and tell them these are the vows they're taking, then they understand it. And then another question is uh, what I'd like to find out from Vanessa is she mm. can give some information. Mm. The reasons why you get married, especially uh, people that, uh, couples that have a fling and they, they pull around in life, uh, they're not really uh, preparing for marriage. And then they get impregnated and they get married because of the child in their life. And I believe that is a wrong reason. They need to be uh, counseled mm. and uh, encouraged before they get married because if they didn't get married, they get married because of the child. Mm. That can turn into an abusive relationship for the Very child yeah. and the couple as well. 
So if she can give us information on how do parents handle it and how do the couples handle the situation. Definitely, Thank sir. Thank you, DZ. Thank Have you, a blessed evening. Have a blessed one okay, as well. Bye. Thanks uh, for calling in. 25 after 9. Uh, there we go. And uh, Daniel's just uh, dropped through with his comment on the on the show. Uh, I'm going to go back to uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, thanks for holding on. Sorry about that. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> cool, man. I, d- I don't know if you heard what Daniel was saying. Yes, I did. You did? I okay. Clear. Fantastic. I did, I did uh, completely hear you. And I'm asking for... Uh, that's why I think that premarital counselling is vital as the day of marriage. Mm. It doesn't matter um, how you're getting married in terms of uh, what, uh, whether it's a priest, whether it's a pastor, whoever's conducting, or whether it's a marriage officer even. But I strongly recommend, I mean, my husband and I work tirelessly to do these kind of causes with couples that are in preparation for marriage. Premarital causes are I cannot stress how important it is because it deals with why you're getting married. What happens after marriage? Remember this old saying, these, I'm sure you, you would uh, you would remember this. You mm. only know someone when you live with them. Very true. That thing is absolutely true. And, and the uh, you, new brooms clean <laughs> Now uh, nah, nah, you, nah, you're trying to, to put in your lines in. <laughs> but the yeah. truth is that that when you live with someone, you get to know mm. them 100%. That's true. Yeah. So, Premarital counseling, we, we say counseling, but a premarital cause will prepare you for what to expect. Because in that cause, you deal with what makes a person angry, what makes them happy, what uh, provokes them, what are the trigger points, um, how do we uh, work our holidays after we get married, who handles the finances, critical issues that causes problems in marriage, we can prepare couples for it. So when they get married, they're not now in a in a shock, you know, almost like a shock therapy. After the honeymoon, I mean, sometimes the honeymoon is not even lasting. I believe in a one-year honeymoon. I mean, that's just my personal opinion. But but in the first month of after getting married, they're having arguments and they said, oh, but I didn't know that we were getting married and I didn't know that I'm going to expect this. Mm. But you should have known if you were in a premarital cause. So you would have anticipated what's going to happen when you actually live together as husband and wife. And I think that is so critical. So to address Daniel's um, question or comment about the marriage vows being explained in English, maybe because couples don't know their mother tongue, I agree 100% that they should understand the significance, and like we said earlier, significance and what vows they are taking as well. And then to address the second question, about children before marriage, I think it's relative. We can't blanket it that, you know, uh, yes, it should not be the reason, but then, yes, it should be the reason also because you should understand that if you you cannot be given license to just have children before marriage and just walk away from your responsibility at the same time, and we don't want to send that message also. So I think it's relative to the actual uh, couple and to that situation that if a couple do get pregnant before marriage, then they need to also still go through the premarital cause. They need to still understand why we're getting married and what will happen. Yes, you've got a little bit of a jump start because now you're pregnant before the marriage. So before you even have time to enjoy each other mm. as a couple, you're going to be parents very soon. So basically, you've got to fast forward the marriage to a place where you've got little time to discover each other and now you've been put into parenthood. So I think it's relative to a particular couple and I wouldn't and I can't make a blanket rule about it. Mm. 
Fantastic. We're 29 after 9 with Vanessa Cherry on Monday Motivation. There's some really good words of wisdom here from her tonight. Uh, for those maybe are that's already married or planning to get married in the future. Got this one in from Farida Farouk. Says, hey, good evening uh, to Dees and Vanessa. Welcome uh, uh, to the show tonight. It's uh, not a, uh, Marriage is not a bed of roses. It's what you make of your marriage. Uh, that's the most important thing. And honestly, you draw a line with a red pen and underline the word marriage. Um, it's so very important. People should not just throw away their marriages for the sake of whatever. Uh, comes from uh, Farida Farouk. Uh, thanks for dropping by on the show, Dean. Uh, appreciate your message as well. This one in says, Hades, uh, loving the show tonight. Uh, uh, somebody said I'm going to be in the, do- <laughs> in the dog box. What did I say? Did I say anything wrong? Uh, no, I don't think I'll be in the dog box. I'm, I'm, I'm safe. Uh, Kogi Governor <laughs> says, uh, Hades, uh, brilliant uh, to show tonight. Uh, and big thanks to Vanessa as well for the words of wisdom. Right, keep those messages coming through. 071-613-7803. We're going to come back go crazy. Hope you're you and crazy in love tonight. We're going to help you bring back if that uh, spark or that passion has been lost in your marriage tonight. Vanessa Chetty on the line on uh, Monday Motivation here on the Night Cafe. Uh, perfect song, by the way. <laughs> Vanessa. Absolutely, absolutely. It wasn't planned. It wasn't planned. The song was just on the on the on the playlist. Yeah. <laughs> just hit the play button. Uh, yeah, right. I want I, I want to talk about uh, this. is quite interesting. Uh, overlooking flaws and weaknesses in a marriage because that that is a difficult thing to do. Absolutely, it's not easy. Uh, like we said, you know, when you get to know your spouse, it's not easy to overlook the flaws. It's not easy. You know, you have this period which we call courtship, and somehow, because you, you spend little spurts of time with each other, you don't get to see each other uncovered in terms of unmasked with your strengths, your weaknesses. You get to see all the flowery bits mm. because now you're trying to impress each other. So you're going to be on your best behavior. Uh, you're going to be, you know, trying to impress your, your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. And then, and then you hit marriage, and then now it seems as if everything is now changed. The courtship is over, and now you get to see the real person. And that's why it's important to also work at these flaws and work at these strengths and weaknesses and know your partner even before you get married. I think that's very important, how to be real with each other even before marriage, so that you know what you're going to be anticipating and you know how to prepare and cater for it as well. Uh, I think that's very, very important. And also, you know, just on on this side, it's also nice, or, or not nice, you know, not, it's not a good word, but it's also, um, I think it will be beneficial to know that even if your spouse has an addiction, if your spouse has, let's assume, an alcohol addiction, mm. or, you know, whether uh, your spouse has uh, a shopping addiction, you know, these things need to be declared even before marriage. So that if there's any help that needs to be taken, any steps towards rehabilitation, we spoke about that at length last week, um, that it should be taken. I, I think the overlooking of weaknesses is something that you grow to do as a couple. Uh, there are certain things that cannot be overlooked and that need to be worked at. But it's not working each other, it's working at the weakness. Now, this is where we get it a bit wrong. We look at the problem and we find the problem in each other rather than looking at the problem and together trying to solve it. We try to uh, fault find in each other in trying to see, okay, we have a problem, we have a problem. You know, the, the trick is when you enter into marriage, two people become one unit. And mm. we need to understand that the math is one plus one is equal to one. 
it's not equal to the uh, people it's it, one unit called husband and wife which is called a couple and together they have to face their diverse uh, adversities they have to face their problems together that means you're not going to just run for the first time you have a problem or you have an argument you know one of the things that i i i really don't condone i must be honest this is like my pet hate is that you never leave your marital house you never run back to your parents you need to understand that those ties were cut when you got married you are now into an entity that is serious that mm. is valuable that is significant and 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 mom's house be it male be it the, the, you know the husband or the wife parental home is not a plan b parental home is no more an option to if things don't work out i can always go back i mean i definitely don't condone that and that's why i say you got to stay you got to make it work and if you can't make it work then you need to seek help and i think also this that's another problem that that is uh, is really prevalent now is that people don't seek help couples don't seek help if there's a problem that's overwhelming them if they can't find a solution there is nothing wrong with seeking help of a marriage counselor. You know what the problem and is, I, Vanessa? Sorry, I'm interjecting. Uh, seeking yeah. help, I think also the embarrassment part comes in. Uh, what, what will people say? What will the family say? What will friends say? Um, and no one, everyone wants to have this whole perfect relationship. And you see it on Facebook. Let me tell you, people on, on Facebook, it's just a screensaver. That's all it is. Uh, people 100%. have problems. Marriages, I mean, I've, I've had many uh, issues in my marriage as well. But as, as you said, you work on it. I wish yeah. I had that opportunity to have a uh, pre-marriage counseling prior yeah. um, mm-hmm. but none, nonetheless I'm in the marriage and we got to work things out um, and that's that's how it is um, you know there are many times when you know uh, when we decide we had fights when the, you know the wife said okay I'm going to go to my mother's house but I always said let's stay let's work this problem out um, and, and that is the best way because you guys are adults at the end of the day you got into this marriage for uh, in a mature way you got to get you sort your problems out in a mature way you can't run to mommy and daddy all the time and say you know please fix the problems because what happens then is that uh, the the it goes to one side so you know they don't know exactly what has happened um, and yes. they obviously gonna 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 protect their child um, well marriage is also sacred exactly and there's no place for a third person in the marriage mm-hmm. and I'm gonna say this and I hope that our listeners catch what I'm saying there's no place for the third person in the marriage and a marriage is between two people there are many other third people Uh, or, or what we would call masked as the third person. Mm. The third person can also be parents, okay? And there's no place for parents in a marriage, okay? The third person can represent also your children and they should be, not there's no place, they do fit into the family, but in the marriage, no. There is no third person. Even if it's an extramarital affair, that is also considered a third person there is no place for that in marriage marriage is between two people full stop and there is no place well except for god uh, you know god needs to be a big part of your marriage uh, except for god there is no other person that should be part of that equation mm. so there is no running back to parents home or even including the children now 
that's going to lead up to our or next point. Or even friends. What about friends? I mean, uh, oh, you know, absolutely. That, that absolutely. is just a, becomes sort of a brainwash um, a conversation that happens because there's only one side of the story being told. Um, Correct. And, and Correct. It, that is not the, the, that's not the way to fix a, a problem. You can't fix it well, like that. Hmm. Well, we shouldn't be letting our spouses down. To be honest, if it's a problem that you cannot handle, yes. then go to a professional yeah. person for help. Hmm. Hmm. But if you go to, let's, just, let's play the scenario out. Uh, let's assume you go to a person whose marriage is also failing and they're also very bitter about marriage, then they're going to give you the wrong advice anyway. True. So you are now allowing more negativity into your marriage than rather going to somebody who's actually working and making their marriage work and maybe seeking help from there. Mm. You know, and this is why I say you never complain about your spouse because you make it up with your spouse. Let's assume you have an argument and you complain about your spouse. You're going to make it up with your spouse. I mean, you will eventually make up. But what happens is, is that that person that you complain to will still have a very distorted perception of your spouse because they heard your side of the story. They didn't hear an unbiased view of of what really happened. Great stuff. Uh, Vanessa, a couple of comments coming through on the WhatsApp line tonight. Uh, I'm just going to try and get through. There's just so many. Uh, this one from Nazar in Johannesburg says, uh, what Vanessa is talking about is very similar to the Islamic law. Uh, where you like someone, you get married because you fall in love. After marriage with that person, you learn to you know uh, more about that person and also work towards the marriage. Attraction is neutral and uh, falling in love with the person might be lasting uh, or more. So just, just her opinion. She says, uh, when, you, when in marriage, it's all about you know, learning to know that person um, yes. with regards to Islamic law. Thank you so much, uh, Naz, for dropping by on the show. Uh, let's see more messages coming through. Ayla just dropped by. Says, Hades, uh, if couples um, know, the, know, know the difference between marriage and the wedding, then it's all sorted out. Wedding is just a day, while yes. marriage is a total commitment and a, lo- a lifelong journey. It comes from Ayla. Uh, very true. Very true. Thank you so much, Ayla, Absolutely. for dropping by on the show. Uh, let's see more messages coming through. This one in say, from Anonymous says, Hi, I'm married for six years and my husband cheated on uh, for almost nine months we were separated but I never gave up I stood, stood, stood strong I analyzed the whole situation and gave another chance always look on the good side and never give up on love that comes from anonymous tonight well I'm glad it's uh, it's worked out for you um, thank you so much for your message tonight well, Vanessa we're going to come back with more of, uh, we're going to wrap things up in a short while uh, I still got some uh, we're going to talk about spicing things up in the marriage uh, we spoke about little bit of changes here and there you want to dress up you know a lot of people dress up for work mm. but unfortunately they don't dress up for their spouses so they come home and they don't feel the need to even look attractive for your spouse so you've got somebody at work that tells you oh you're looking lovely today and all of a sudden you are gravitating to that comment and you you're so feeling so trapped about yourself because mm. someone noticed how you look yes. it's because you dress up for work but if you dress up for your spouse be it a man or a woman uh, whether you when you dress up for each other and your spouse also co- can compliment you, I mean, what an investment in your marriage! What a, a, a good contribution to a happy marriage when you are appreciated. A lot of people seek the third person because they don't feel wanted, they don't feel attracted. But you need to also attract your spouse. I feel these. If I had to just say one thing, and that people will take this home tonight, don't stop being attracted to your spouse. Don't Powerful. let that attraction die. Yes. Don't stop being attractive. Don't stop being attractive also. Yes, over time our bodies change and we have children and, and, and men change, women change. Absolutely. You don't look the same when you look even on your wedding photograph. 
you know, it's like uh, different people even. But you appreciate each other still, dress up for each other. Uh, so I always talk a uh, couple, even though you're in marriage, I mean, and my husband and I are very hard and fast about this. Even when you're in marriage, don't stop courting. Don't mm. stop courting each other. Make sure that you appreciate each other. You know, uh, send send a text message in the day. Uh, uh, keep that fire, keep that communication. You know, I see couples today, uh, I mean, it's, it's horrifying to see that there's no communication between couples. The, the only way they communicate is on social media. Exactly. The mm. only time that they communicate, and like you said, sometimes, you know, the social platform can be such a farce because it's not reality of what's really happening. You know, you're truly happy. You put on a nice picture, but are you really happy in your mm. relationship? Mm. Are you really investing, you know, work in and, and play out? That's what I believe. If you invest in your marriage, if what you put in is you're going to get that times whatever your, your partner is putting in is what you're going to get out. And I think that will make a very good, enjoyable marriage. Vanessa, I wish we could go on. Uh, unfortunate times run away with us. Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having the show. Such wonderful advice. Uh, and hopefully our listeners out there, we can possibly save you know, people's marriages out there. And if you are planning to get married as well, uh, excellent advice from uh, Vanessa. Hopefully you've taken that to heed and uh, you'll implement that into your life. Uh, this podcast, we'll put the podcast up by towards the end of the week. If you, didn't, uh, if you just want to you know, refresh yourself on what Vanessa mentioned tonight. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining me on the show. It's always a pleasure. Uh, I look forward Absolute to next week, Monday, to another amazing show. Take care of yourself, be safe and keep warm. And uh, good night to you. Good night, Adiz, and good night to our listeners. There we go. Vanessa Chetty on Monday Motivation here on the Night Cafe. Another amazing show. Hope you enjoyed that one. Well, let's get back to the music, taking us up towards 10 p.m. tonight. Here's uh, Jabin and Palak.